This is Lachlan Rouston. This is Raf Friedman. And you're listening to the fittest podcast in Australia, The Mind Muscle Project. All right, Mind Muscle Project. Welcome back to another episode. Joined by mentor, coach, and good friend, Sean Greenlee, again today. And I'm excited today because uh, we wanted to really come at you guys who are coaches, PTs, obviously, as you know, with the launch of Locker Room, uh, we've had a lot of early success and some really meaningful insights that we want to talk about today about, um, you know, about the right type of clients and, and bringing on certain clients. And this is not, this is not for gym owners necessarily. I mean, obviously it helps being a gym owner and, and hearing about clients, but it's a lot of for you coaches and PTs out there. I really wanted to address what it's like to take on premium clients. And there are so many benefits to premium clients. There's so many limiting beliefs around why you can't get premium clients or maybe why you don't deserve to work with premium clients or you don't feel qualified to work with premium clients and being right in the heart of Sydney's financial district where I'm surrounded by loads of premium clients um, and loads of different um, gyms and trainers that work with them. And they, they have, they're basically in the epicenter of, of this type of client, this market. Obviously, there's an even bigger market of people who aren't that, but there are a lot who are. I think it's really interesting to see lots of trainers who, who go after them and trainers who don't and some of the limiting beliefs around that sort of stuff. So uh, it's really, yeah, it really is quite um, an exciting topic to talk about because I can tell you what, the, the quality of your life will change dramatically if you start to work with a more premium client. In the service business, the quality of your life is the quality of your clients. Um, so Sean, welcome back to the show. And uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe let's just start with like the biggest pain points that, that you see a lot of coaches have around not attracting these premium clients. Yeah. Thanks. Lucky. Great to be here and excited to talk about this, this issue. You know, there, I think the main thing we want to help solve here is there's so many personal trainers and fitness professionals who are just scraping by, you know, they're barely making enough money to pay yeah. their bills. Um, they struggle from month to month and too many great people either, you know, leave the industry early, never get started or are just, you know, grind it out broke and then eventually leave you know after mm. done and dusted uh because all around this issue they're not making enough money and a lot of that centers because they're not uh working with the right type of client and they don't really know how to they don't have the confidence they don't have the belief system they don't know the system and structure to actually position themselves and you know attract clients with the right offer uh and you know there is a huge demand uh you know of <laughs> premium clients to find premium coaches. Uh, and most people, you know, aren't stepping into that pocket. Uh, and uh, as you said, it's, it changes everything. When you have great clients, you've got great income. When you have great income, you got a great life. Mm. So, you know, the fastest way to become a six figure fitness professional or a seven figure studio gym owner is to really offer premium, you know, offers to premium clients. Mm. So uh, that's, that's why we're here. That's what we're here to talk about today and, and really unpack that, you know, step-by-step. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And I really think, um, you know, at least from my perspective and, and my story, you know, we started at the low, at like the bottom of the barrel clients, like we had Groupon. And if anyone knows about Groupon, these are like people that pay like $10 for 30 sessions, like the cheapest it gets. And so you, you're dealing with, th I think there's like a distinction between that people have to make, whereas like there are everyone, like in most cases, except for some exceptions, most people are good people. What really determines a client from their them being a premium client and not being a premium client, I guess is like in many ways, like how much they value themselves in many ways. Like a lot of, because there are people that take Groupon that can afford premium rates, 
But the reason they're not premium rates is because they don't really value themselves and their health and fitness that much and their investment and their commitment's not there. So I don't really think it's necessarily, obviously there's an affordability at some point, but ultimately what you're distinguishing between with premium and non-premium clients is like a personality type, someone who has a certain set of beliefs and that sort of thing. Because yeah, I think lots of people can afford, you know, $150, $200, $300 a week for training. Just how much are they willing to commit to it? Because there's loads of people out there that make half a million dollars a year, million dollars a year, and they don't even want to put more than 30 bucks a week to their training. So it's not always just, can they afford it? Obviously that's part of it, but it's also like the type of client. And I think that's obviously where the marketing comes into it to attracting and get the messaging out to find those people who are the right type of people. Yeah. And I think at its heart, you know, it's about having the right offer too. So if you, if you don't, you know, people think, you know, which comes first. Like if you don't have the right offer, that's the reason why you're not attracting premium clients. So yeah. you've got to, you know, put the right thing out there to attract the right people. Um, just to tell you a story about my career. So when I started, you know, I had uh, rented space in a gym, you know, as a PT and brought, found my own clients, brought them in there. And I'll tell you a story about, um, I had a client early on who, uh, you know, was lived in like a trailer park, you know, didn't have a lot of money, single mom with like two kids. And here I am offering re- reasonably premium price personal training services. And she comes into, you know, the facility to sign up with me, kind of tells me her story. And I'm thinking, man, like she cannot afford this. And not like she should not afford this. She should not be spending her money here. Like I'm making judgments, <laughs> you know, in my head of like, why are you spending money on me? You should spend money on your kids. You should be right. saving for a house with like walls, you know, that won't fall over in a hurricane. Like mm. these are the things going through the back of my mind. Um, and, uh, but I signed her up and she came in and dropped like cash on the, on the desk for like, you know, the month of training. It was like seven or 800 bucks, I think at the time. And I'll tell you what happened is she committed to this program and she, absolutely transformed her physical body, right? Like lost weight, got strong, all that kind of stuff. But the bigger thing that happened is she transformed her confidence. She transformed her belief system. She transformed really her, her whole, uh, vision for who she was, her identity in her life. And I saw her leverage that and get a better job. I saw her leave a destructive, abusive relationship. I saw her grow her income with a new job to be able to buy, you know, go get a real apartment for her and her two kids. And I saw that trend, you know, that evolution and it transformed me because I thought, who am I? What a jerk I am to make any judgment on what anybody should be doing or not be doing with their money and with their commitments. And my job as a coach is to serve. And my job is to provide leadership and, you know, for the people that I can serve and help. And if I come from that place, it's amazing who walks in your door. And it's amazing, you know, with no prejudgments, what people are willing to commit to, and then what you can do to help that person transform their entire life and their family's life. So, you know, never forget the work we do transforms lives. Mm. Uh, And I think the bigger commitment, you know, that we invite people into the bigger transformation they're going to make not way more important than their, you know, whether they get a six pack or not is what the transformation happens in their life uh, and, and their relationships and their career and their spirit, you know, as a result. So that is the real, you know, power and impact that we have uh, to make in the world. And I think to recognize your gifts as a coach and be able to express those and offer those to people to receive them is really what we're talking about at a deep level. It goes way beyond, you know, making money and making six figures. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'd definitely be lying to uh, myself if I said I still didn't have those judgments and hesitations about people's affordability, but it's just a reminder that will it'll kind of always be there. You just tell yourself like, okay, look, at the end of the day, 
just don't don't make any presumptions about this person or what they're wearing or where they work or their job or whatever. Just treat them all the same. Sit there, listen. What are your problems? Can I solve a problem? And then put out your offer. And I think that it's just important to recognize that like that's where it starts. It starts in your own mind. It starts with your confidence, your own offering, and then you do attract the right people. Whereas I think a lot of PTs and coaches, they think, oh, I hope I just get the the high paying premium client that comes around and it's like, oh, I just hope I get the super rich guy or, you know, the celebrity client or whatever, this super premium person. But they'll never come there if like you don't put out the belief first. You don't put out the right attitude, the confidence, like you said, the offer, some of the more tangible things. But it does start with yourself first. I think that's where you've got to make the shift to get those sorts of clients. Yeah. You got to believe in yourself. You got to believe in your purpose and mission and you got to step forward into that. And I think if you're listening to this podcast right now, you know, that, that really is the calling for you to step up and make a bigger impact on the world and commit to, you know, sharing your gifts and learning how to express those and share your voice with the world. You know, you learn how to do that, then making money is not a problem. You know, mm-hmm. growing your income is not a problem. And uh, you're going to have a lot more fulfilling journey, you know, as a coach and as a fitness professional, as a business owner, um, when you're doing work that matters and makes a difference mm. in the world and you're getting paid for it and you can pay your bills. Imagine that. Mm. Right. So, yeah, uh, it is all, you know, it all comes together uh, in the right way, in a powerful way. You also, um, you also learn from premium clients as well. Like that's one thing I've noticed with the opening of Locker Room is when you're excited to work with these types of clients because they have the right attitude is like they have a lot to impart and teach on you as well if you're willing to listen. It's not just like a one-way conversation. Um, so there's like value beyond just the monetary stuff as well is like in terms of friends and network and, and you know, referrals and stuff like that has more of a compounding effect as well. And they're like, oh, wow, you know, that coach works with these types of clients and those, those people that he looks after and he gets results for, like, fuck, he must be really good. And then it, in a way, it kind of becomes easier. It's like, you don't have to, I think the first few times you bring your rates up, you're like, oh, you know, but you can pay a bit less and have a discount on this. And if you just hold firm, then after a while, you're like, well, I have 10, 15 people that pay this much money. So why can't the next person? And it's just, you have that inherent confidence that comes. But um, I think probably this is, you know, some more intangible stuff. The tangible stuff is like, defining sort of the, well, I guess what you call the six figure strategy, which I mean, could range obviously anywhere up to hundred to 500 K, but what sort of the, what do you like to set as realistic starting points for people to, cause I always say go big, dream big, but maybe that's not for everyone. Big is different for different people, but I think six, six figures is a good starting point, especially if you live in a major city. How do you begin this sort of, what do you, what's the starting point for you with these trainers around this sort of strategy? Yeah. So I think that the first important thing is, so to give some context, uh, since 2006, we've been teaching sales and sales methodology and systems to the fitness industry and fitness professionals and studio gym owners. And we have literally helped tens of thousands of people learn the systems I'm going to share with you and talk with you about in this call, uh, to, massively grow their incomes. I mean, the system that we, we produce is a seven step process sales process we call auto closer. And again, uh, it's produced like now over, like we, we try to do some calculations to keep up with it, but it's like over a billion dollars worth of fitness services have been sold now in 96 countries by tens of thousands of fitness businesses and professionals using the system. So the stuff I'm sharing with you, I didn't just make up yesterday and, uh, we've been, you know, proving vetting for 16 years. So, um, the most important thing is really going to be your mindset and really understanding kind of the ethos of what we're talking about. That is the strategy is 
really about getting out of your own way and about understanding the principles first and foremost. So, uh, you know, that is about, um, you know, I, I think it, we'd be remiss if we didn't call it some of the limiting mindsets that people have uh, with mm. this area. So a lot of stuff we see is people thinking, I can't take money from someone um, and recognizing that you're not taking money from anybody. Your job as a coach is to serve and to really lead someone to solve their problems and achieve their goals. That's what we get paid to do. Uh, that's your job to be the guide. Uh, I hear a lot of people say things like, you know, I wouldn't pay that much, especially as a young PT. You think I wouldn't yeah. pay that much. Why should I do? Why would other people do this? And recognize that everybody else, you know, everybody has different priorities in terms of what they value. Um, you know, and, uh, there's a reason why people go to Starbucks and buy a coffee for six bucks or go to the gas station and pay 99 cents, you know, mm -hmm. people, the same thing, right? People choose what they value and where they want to spend their money. And it's not us to, to define that. Um, it's just on, on us to understand that. Um, I hear people say things like, well, other trainers or facilities aren't charging that much. And so, you know, how can I do that? And I think, as you mentioned, your price and what you charge is reflection of your self-worth and how others will perceive your value. Uh, and uh, when we're talking about professional fitness services, you've never heard anybody say, I want to find the cheapest, most <laughs> discounted personal trainer I can find. Yeah. They, nobody wants mediocre. No one wants cheap. They want the best. Mm. And the best is the most expensive, right? And here's the other thing that will kind of trip your mind out is, who sets your prices? You do, right? So this is all comes back to a lot of your personal psychology, which is, you know, everybody has a threshold of where you're comfortable. You know, if you go ask someone for a hundred dollars, does that make you uncomfortable? If you ask them for a thousand dollars, does that make you uncomfortable? If you ask them for $10,000, does that make you uncomfortable? Or a hundred thousand, you know, where's the point where you like your voice starts cracking and you're a little <laughs> feeling still sweaty and it's yeah. uncomfortable for you. So everybody has kind of a limit of like, I'm confident and comfortable, but step up and I'm, ooh, I don't know about that yet. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really important to start recognizing that you have to, you know, to grow, you have to stretch outside your comfort zone and learn how to be more confident, comfortable. And your price is not about your time. It doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. It really is about the amount of value you can create for the market, the customer you want to serve and how they want to value that. Right. I mean, NP and our business has clients that, you know, that charge 35,000 a year for a personal training client. We have people in the UK who've charged up to even a hundred thousand a year for training services. You wow. know? Uh, and so the price, there's crazy price elasticity, you know, in this market for, yeah. for doing the job. And it's really about who you're serving number one and, you know, how you're positioning yourself number two. And, you know, really just, just give, making sure you can deliver that value, you know, that, that, mm. ma that matters to them, you know, and if someone has, you're dealing with clients, you know, at locker room, you're, you're dealing with CEOs of public companies that are, you know, billions of dollars. Do you think a hundred thousand dollars or $35,000 to, you know, live healthy and, you know, be at your best for making good decisions, you know, matters. No, like, like a hundred grand is like nothing when your decisions you make affect billions of dollars. Right. So mm. anytime you can get an edge, you can help you be at your best to not only be healthy and have longevity, but to be able in a good mental physical state to make good decisions, to have good energy and output, you know, you have to be high energy to do big things in life and career and business and, and, you know, and media and entertainment, all those things, you got to have good energy and you got to be healthy and you got to be able to make good decisions without that totally. you're screwed. So, like depending on your income, you know, whether you don't have a big income or you have a lot of income, 
this is an area that when you invest, it brings back tenfold, right, uh, mm-hmm. in your life. So, again, you know, part of us, you know, when you talk about like the the Groupon stuff, like you know, you attract wrong people with the wrong offer. Offer you also lead from the wrong place as a coach in terms of how you should value and how I'm going to train you and help you to value and to grow in your commitment to your goals and journey and why that matters. So there's a lot of really important kind of stuff that kind of come full circle to you. That's a big part of this transformation for you growing your client base and being an effective coach and really be able to make a difference in their lives and not, you know, not, not, uh, not there to be a, just a cheerleader and not there to, you know, just be a relationship builder, but being someone who can challenge people to become the best version of themselves they could be, because that's where value really is created is in challenging people. There's a lot of people that want to just, you know, give people hugs and that's great, but high performers and people who are willing to make big commitments want to be challenged. Mm. And I mean, you can step in that place. You can challenge yourself. You can challenge others. That's what attracts, you know, great people. So that's really valuable. Um, you know, other, other thing is just, you know, I hear people say, you know, uh, am I really worth that much and question themselves. And I'll tell you that your goals, your dream, your purpose, your mission is worth that much. And then some it's priceless. So, you know, stepping into leaning into where you're uncomfortable today, uh, to grow yourself, to grow your confidence, your belief system, your career, uh, matters. Uh, and, uh, you know, I hope you're, if this conversation is resonating with you, that you're, you know, recommitting to that journey because there's a lot of good to do in the world and a lot of difference you can make in the world as you grow uh, in your mindset and belief system. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what you said just around like when you start charging that amount of money, it also makes you step up and deliver more. So like you kind of unlock a level of service within yourself that you probably didn't know you had. And that's just because you're like, wow, this person's paying me all this money. I should do a really good job here. You know, and so over time, you start delivering more, you deliver better, you create a better service naturally because you, you know, someone pays you 50 bucks for an hour, someone pays you 250 bucks for an hour, you're going to deliver differently. You know, it's going to be a different mindset. Um, And, you know, that I think in itself builds the confidence, builds the confidence to charge the next person that amount of money as well. So you kind of, it's kind of a win win. You like back yourself into a corner to deliver better and you make more money. So, it's definitely worthwhile the whole way through. That's what it's all about. Yep. Um, yeah. A couple of things I'll just share briefly here that I think are relevant with the strategies to, again, know the principles that matter here. Um, you know, doing this a long time and, and people always ask like, are you talking about, you know, I got to be some sleazy salesperson and I got to go against, you know, my values and stuff to be able to charge more and make more. Um, actually, nothing could be further from the truth. You know, one of the first things we talk about is number one, know your worth. You know, uh, the work you do changes lives. You need to believe in the value you deliver and know that your dreams and goals are worth that much. So number one, know your worth. Number two, follow a proven process. Uh, don't wing it or reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Um, you want to have a proven process for repeatable success. You know, yeah. as you know, you've, you've been a client of MPs for several years. You learned the system and process. You learn how to repeat it. You learn how to Have be to. more effective at it. And it's still, you know, you're, you're refining every week to now close clients at, you know, 10 X the price you would charge, you know, mm-hmm. a few years ago. Right. So yeah. Uh, with locker room. So really critical. Um, number three, uh, we like to say lead change, you know, leading change requires balancing empathy, challenge support. And, and again, when I talk about be a coach, not a cheerleader, you know, you want to empower other people to become the best version of themselves. And, and that's what's required. Um, 
before, uh, you talked about the Groupon example. You know, we really talk about serving clients for life. Um, your goal should be to develop lifetime relationships with clients, not short-term transactional ones. You're not selling hamburgers. You're not selling two-for-one pizzas on a Friday night. You're selling, you know, value to someone to serve them and help them, you know, be there as their guide for their whole life uh, when you do it well. And, uh, you know, make sure you take time to identify their needs, really establish the value you can deliver and then, and then serve them, step up and serve them powerfully. Um, and lastly, uh, commit to mastery. Uh, you know, you want to just like everything, you know, in fitness, if you do a random workout or do it once in a while, you're not going to see the, the output. When you talk about learning how to value yourself, your pricing or patching, learning how to communicate these powerful conversations, you have to do reps. You have to practice. You have to put in the time, uh, to grow. And, uh, you know, I mean, you know, you, you, you guys still, and your team pops into calls weekly. Uh, we do training every week on, you know, uh, sales and sales conversations and how to lead transformational, you know, confirmation, uh, conversations with clients. Uh, and you need to just commit to that. You know, I think so many PTs, they're forever reading and studying, you know, how to do squats and how to assess this thing. And, and we don't put in the effort on how to actually lead conversations that actually lead commitment to the journey and create income, you know, for your business. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you need to create space to do this every single week, uh, forever. This should be part of your you know, time in a week to develop as a professional. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, there's so many people out there who invest way too much time in the fitness side of things and not enough in the business development side of things. And they think that sales is for gym owners or sales is for someone else or sales is for the people at the front desk or whatever. But I'm telling you, if you want, if there's a certain set of skills that will make you the most money in your life and give you the most, I guess, fulfillment and fuck, even just if you decide to leave the fitness industry and you, and you want to do something else, the most valuable skills you could have coming out of it, I think is sales skills. So there's like never an excuse to not learning how to sell. And I love it when my coaches step up to like, cool, I'm ready to start the sales process. I want to learn about it. I want to like get better at it because I just know those skills transfer to everything. They transfer everything. to retention. Everything. They transfer to referrals. Like, they're the best skills that you could ever acquire. Undoubtedly. They are. Yeah. And I think that's the big difference. I think coaches that are weak and ultimately end up non-effective coaches and leave the industry, they think the job is about building relationships, you know, and getting people to like you and being likable. And that's not the job of a coach. Your job is to learn how to lead powerful confirmations and again, uh, powerful conversations. And again, challenge people, learn how to challenge people to come the best version of themselves they can be, but do that. We can do that with love. We can do that with care. We can do that with respect, but you better be in there challenging, you know, and that's how, that's how people grow. Uh, and, uh, that's a, that's a mindset and a skill, uh, that has to be learned in practice. So, um, th those are the, really the foundational pieces. Um, I think, you know, the other thing to really get connected with here is your purpose. You know, you, we've talked a lot about this already, but, you know, know that there's a big cost to playing small. You know, if you're, if you're, well, you just kind of stay in this kind of, you know, struggle city forever, you know, just get out, just leave the industry because it's not helpful for you. It's not helpful for people that, you know, you're working with, you know, you, I, I think, you know, bigger mission that we have here is to challenge any coach or PT or studio gym owner to commit to raise your game, you know, and really get committed to your purpose and why developing yourself professionally and learning these skills and mastering them at the next level is going to make an impact in the world. Again, well beyond you making money uh, is make a difference uh, in the lives of people you want to serve and be, be a coach who can lead change. So uh, that's really, really important. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, I mean, next steps we kind of talk about here is 
having a premium offer, you know, we've talked a little bit about it here. I would say that the big things that matter in a premium offer is, um, stop selling random sessions, stop selling quick fix, stop selling, you know, five, 10 session packs, all yeah. the standard stuff that most PTs do because that's the way the health club did it. And that's how I was told I should be doing it. Yeah. You know, that's not doing good for anybody. No one's going to benefit from one workout with you or a random workout with you, you know, where you can make a difference is when people are committing to a goal that's going to stretch them and challenge them. And it's going to require a length of time to achieve that. And a journey generally minimum three months, six months, 12 months, and that they're committed, you know, to that goal, not on a day that it feels good or doesn't feel good or the day they want to do it, don't want to do it, but they commit to, okay, this is my goal. I'm committing to a year to go do that with you. And I'm asking you to hold me accountable to lead me through this process. Right. So yeah. really partnering and getting clear around what someone's goals are, what's the journey required for them to get to their goal and then committing to that journey and supporting them in that journey and, and, uh, and going to make it happen together. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, defining that offer, those terms, that price, the length, all that is really critical and, and changes the conversation. Yeah. I think, um, just to give people like maybe a, an example of what we've used at locker room, uh, without disclosing every single piece of information that's, that's in our, our offer. But, um, I think you got to start with all the starting point we like to use is, the hourly rate of our coaches and of ourselves. So whatever you define that is. And then as you kind of piece out the offer, it, it, it's just really easy to build out rather than just guessing, oh, we'll throw in a nutrition program there. Now we'll throw in like a, a foot massage and we'll throw in these supplements. It's like, if you actually list it all out, you give yourself a healthy profit margin. You, you know your time really well. You know what each individual offering that you'll make, you'll realize, okay, if I get them to commit for three months up front, it's going to cost me this much money. It's going to cost me this much time. I get, I better get paid X on top of that. I think that's like really how we do it rather than just going, Oh, I want to make all this money. I'll just throw everything in there because we've made that mistake before. We charge a really high price, but just because we're not confident in ourselves and we probably haven't done all that stuff, you end up making not a lot of money because you, you throw way too much stuff in there because maybe you feel like a sense of guilt that you've charged too much. So it's like, Oh, I'm charging all this money. I better give them everything. We don't actually need to give them everything. You just need to give them the stuff that's going to get them a result, you know, and you can just kind of stack all that stuff together. And that's obviously some of the stuff you guys helped us with, what we implemented in auto closer. And it's just nice when it's all laid out there, you know, you get a, you get an online individualized program, you get, you know, nutrition support, you get, uh, you know, weekly follow-up, you get this many sessions, you know, actually having it all listed out. And then it's just like really nice to tie a nice price bow around it and get a commitment up front. I mean, one of the things that, we enjoy so much is one of the sections in auto closers, like an FAQ section that you get in there. Where it's like you try and get out all the potential objections that'll come up before you show them the price. And the one I like going through the most is like, and I think a lot of people avoid this is the contract length. That seems to be like a sticking point for some people. Um, and I like talking about it ahead of time before you kind of go at the end. Oh yeah, it's a six month contract. They're like, Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought it was a monthly thing. I go, yeah, we have a six month commitment. And I go, the reason we choose six months is because, and I talk about, you know, I need a commitment from you because I'm committing to you. Uh, you've not got a result before because you've not stuck with anything long enough. I'm like, if you, you know, six months gives us a little bit of wiggle room for like, you know, for you to fall off the bent, fall off the wagon a little bit and get back on and, you know, work gets busy or kids get busy. It just gives us all enough time. And I'm like, you know, if you get to the end of six months, you do 80% of the program. I'm like, I guarantee you'll get a result. I'm like, because I know it's six months. That's heaps of time. That's plenty of time to get it done. It's like five sessions. 
I'm like, shit, you know, I don't know if I can do anything in five sessions. I think I'm going to show up for five sessions. So I like getting through the six month commitment. And by the end of addressing that point, they're in, they're like, yeah, cool. Six months, no issue. I'm, I'm sold. I'm on board. So now you've got to like this huge kind of objection for a lot of people. And you've explained why six months. Cause even if some people say yes to six months, they still don't have the right mindset going into it. They're like six months, but maybe I'll leave, you know, at month, whatever. Cause what's the exit fee. But I want them to like mentally commit for six months. So I, I really like yeah. that process. Yeah, it's critical. We have to, you know, and as coaches, I think that's our job is to lead that commitment, right? Because when people are committed, like, okay, I'm in, like now all of a sudden the client's easy to work with, you know, and you can just get to get focused on what needs to happen to actually work together to create the output. But when they're kind of halfway bought in or maybe I'll mm. try it, see how it goes. If it's not working a bit, you know, it's, that doesn't work for anybody. You know, this is, we're talking about, you know, with fitness, you're, you're, you know, changing your exercise, you got to work on your sleep, you're changing nutrition. You know, it's basically everything is difficult about fitness. Like we're asking you to change and evolve in every difficult part of your life. Yeah. Right? You're not going to just sit there and eat. You're not going to sit there and get a massage. We're going to go like make everything hard. We're going to force you to do that. And that's how we're going to transform. So there has to be a big commitment and there has to be enough motivation, you know, to go make that happen. Otherwise nobody's going to win. And when people are committed financially and they have skin in the game, amazing how they show up, you know, I mean, just think around, have you ever tried to train a, a friend for free or family member for free? How did that work out? You know, yeah, ne never too well. Awful. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and, you know, and, and as much as we'd like to help people, you're not really helping people when they don't have skin in the game and they're not committed to the process. You can't help them. You're not going to be able to help them make that impact you want to. So this is really about what's based on, on, on what's best for them. You know, when they're invested and they're committed financially, um, it changes their, the level of attention and engagement and that mm. changes their output and result that you're going to create together in their fitness journey. So, uh, you know, we want to, we want to lead the, from that place in the front and, and set them up for success. And that's what this is all about. All this is about setting up the client for success because they win, you win. Uh, but we've got to, you know, we've got to operate from a place of confidence and leadership in that, not fear. Oh, what if it's too expensive? What if they can't, what if they say no? What if they don't like, you know, all that thinking is going to kill you and kill the client. You got to step in and lead from the front and, and, and really set the standard for what a commitment means and invite them into that level of engagement with you. And then watch what happens. Really. I mean, you want to know one of the best secrets to help your client get better, but better results, charge more money. <laughs> you know, yeah. they, when they pay more money, they're more committed. They're more committed. They're going to get better results. Period. Like that mm -hmm. is, is a fundamental law uh, that you can depend on uh, in driving engagement with your clients and results. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And I mean, really to um, kind of, I guess, you know, you mentioned auto clothes have been billions of dollars uh, for the fitness industry. I mean, we've probably put at least two or $3 million through our auto closer as well. Uh, over the years, or well, that's what it's earned us. Um, what I think is important about auto closer for you know the people listening is that I think there's so many things that can come into an offer, and so many steps. If you're just telling someone and they don't have a visual way to kind of see it all in one place, is really hard for them to get their head around it. They just get confused, and once they're confused, they're not paying attention. They're not thinking about the right things. And um, I went through a sales process the other day for like a digital marketing agency. I didn't have a deck. And have like an auto closer deck. And literally because they didn't have a deck, I didn't buy. Because oh, no. all the stuff that they laid out for me, I'm like, it doesn't even make sense. I'm like, Holland, can you write this down for me somewhere? They're like, Yeah, yeah, just take notes. I was like, oh, I'm out. Like, <laughs> I ain't taking fucking notes. This is your job. You're selling me on this. So uh, I think auto closer something like a really nice deck. Obviously, the system that you use helps just 
looks professional, helps you build more confidence, more consistency. I just, I just really like it. And I think that they think it's for gym owners, but no, it's, it's for PTs as well. PTs, yeah. if you have everybody. an auto closer, fuck, you'd be miles ahead of the other people in the gym. Uh, this is everybody, sales one-on-one. I mean, so it's been proven if when sales are verbal conversations, we remember like on average 4% of the conversation. When we had a visual, like having a deck presentation, we explain our step-by-step process and answer other questions, all kind of stuff. We increased comprehension to 12%. So it's still shit. People don't remember what you talked about, <laughs> but it's 400% better than the verbal only. And you know, the fact that we've been teaching this forever for so long in auto closure, I'm the same way. Like I go into buy stuff now, you know, and I'm excited to go buy something. And someone like, you know, doesn't even have a form that lists what I get and can't explain. It doesn't get, you know, it's like so bad that I really struggle to, you know, purchase things when uh people don't <laughs> explain them well and don't give yeah. you don't give you something to understand what you're you know make tangible especially with service like professional services it's not really tangible what i'm buying like i don't it's not like i'm buying this phone like it's in my yeah, hand yeah. i know what i'm yeah. buying i'm buying a service like i don't i need to understand what i'm really getting what that value is how that value is created how you establish your pricing you know what is your process those are all questions you need to answer in the mind of a consumer that's going to make a buying decision. Mm. Uh, and so you need visual is going to help that dramatically. So, ha- so we teach seven steps in our sales process. Uh, they are uh, just quite simply pre-qualification. You want to make sure people that you meet with can a afford you uh, B make a buying decision. Uh, they're a decision maker and C know that they're going to be invited to join when you meet together. Uh, and there's a script and process we teach for that. And really that eliminates the most common objections that happen in the sales process. So why do people, you know, what happens if people don't buy fitness services? They say it's too expensive. I got to go home and talk to my spouse. Let me think it over. Right? All those are the objections that you get. And when you install a good pre-qualification process, you eliminate all those. And really, if you're only spending time with people who can A, afford you, B, make a buying decision, C, know they're ready and invited to, to commit if that's a good fit then all you can do is screw it up after the fact. You're really like more than halfway there to a, to a yes in signing a client when you set it up correctly with a good pre-qualification process. So that's a really critical step. Uh, then when you meet face-to-face, we talk about rapport building. Um, you know, it's very important you understand the emotional state they're coming in and what's driving their behavior. Most people don't wake up everything's going off for life and say, I want to sign up with a personal trainer today, right? <laughs> There's some amount of pain in their life uh, that's yeah. driving them to take action. Um, even if they're goal-driven high performer, there's a pain of what if I don't get this goal? If I don't get this new contract, if I don't make this team, right? Like it's, it's a real pain and cost of not winning for performers, you know, high performers. So you want to know what's the pain of driving uh, their, their motivation. Um, and you want to be able to understand that and then help them relax because they're already stressed. They're already anxious. They're already overwhelmed. They don't know, you know, if you're going to come in and take fat pictures of them and post them on social media, you know, they don't know what's going to happen. Right. And so they can't even, they can't even look at themselves in the mirror in the morning, let alone come in and have you take photos and throw them on Instagram. So, you know, recognize that people are in an emotional state. Um, that's what's driving their behavior and their buying behavior and help them relax, help feel comfortable, make it, you know, make it, make it, you know, a little more cooler to be meeting with you and help them feel comfortable. Uh, especially if we're going to go spend six, 12 months working together, I want to, you know, feel comfortable working with you. I want to like you that matters. So, uh, that's important. Uh, then number three, set in the agenda. Uh, we like to say, you know, really be clear of like, great, here's what's going to happen. Let's go. It's not like, would you like some water? Can I get you anything? You know, this isn't customer service. Like you're not a waiter or waitress at the table. You're a coach. So you need to step into a place of authority and leading 
the conversation, not to dominate, you're not there to dominate, be aggressive, but you are there to lead. And you take a leadership, you know, alpha position really in the conversation early because, you know, that's what they're there for. They're there for, for you, you to tell them what to do, not, you know, sitting there for waiting for, you know, you know, thinking that they should know what there's going on here. So you have to establish a leadership role as a coach and you do that really quickly early on with how you like within the first five minutes, move this thing forward uh, in setting the agenda for the meeting for the day. Uh, so uh, that's step three. Mm-hmm. Step four is discovery. Um, oh, sorry. You want to, you want to speak to that one? Yeah, no, I just, um, I just think the agenda one's so clear just because it, I think it just helps people ahead of time. Like no one likes to be surprised. That's what I've always found is super important in the sales process. Um, so like getting everything out on the table and when it's going to come, I think helps people's put my, people's mind at ease. Like, fuck, is he going to like back me into a corner and then like try and rob me? Or is he going to like throw some crazy price and force me to commit? Yeah. Like they're scared that they're in this situation, they're committed and that they're going to buy something they don't feel comfortable with under a pressure situation because no one likes hard sales. I don't think hard sales is good at all. Totally. But just being like, hey, so today... Like, we're going to run through everything. I want to know about your training history. I want to know about your injuries. I want to know why you're here. Like, I want to find out what a best case scenario is for you at the end of six months. Like, how I can, what problems you have? How can I solve them? And then I'm going to give you like a really good offer to sign up if you want to sign up today. Like, look, we're here. I really think you'd love it. If you don't want to do it, there's no pressure to do it as well. But I will ask you to, to join if you want to join and make a great offer. And then it's like, and then, yeah, if not, you can. You know, I can recommend someone else that works for you. I think that makes them feel comfortable. Okay, I'm going to get sold to. It's going to be a good offer. I can say no if I want to say no. Uh, like, I, I'm not going to get fucking, you know, attacked if I don't say no here. And it's just like, yeah. And he's just going to like walk me through everything and we're going to take our time. And they just know what's coming when it's coming. And I think no one, it's the fear of the unknown. I think, you know, people, you want to get out of people. And then I'll say, even after that, I'll say, yeah, is there any other questions, any concerns, anything like you're worried about before we start this? And, Maybe some stuff comes out, maybe it doesn't. But even that, I just notice once I say that little agenda thing, there's just so much tension just gone from the room. Like instantly, they're like more comfortable. Yep. All right, so here's where um, Lockie can't help. I'm a coach. I'm a sales trainer. That's what I do every day. So I'm going to even <laughs> tune you up a little bit right now with oh, what you just said and make it a little bit better. All right, Because we, that's what we do. We're here to do live coaching. So that sounded a little bit needy, a little bit too much talking about wanting it more for them than they want for themselves. That's, that's like, Dogs can smell fear. You know, it's just not the right energy. The really important set the agenda is the right energy. So what you want to do in setting the agenda is here's the three things we're going to do today. We're going to talk about what's brought you in and what's in, what's brought you into the facility today. What's going to stand in the way of you getting where you want to be. Number two, I'm going to teach you about our system methodology, how it helps people do X. And three, we're going to review our programs uh, and what's the best option to work together, given your goals. So let's begin. And there's no like, I'm going to make you a great offer. I'm going to do this, you know, da, da, da. that's like Tommy boy, like wanting the freaking sale. And what's really important is that you have to be detached emotionally from this thing and how you lead. So keep that tight, keep it short. Just, this is what's going to happen next. You know, there's no attachment. There's no wanting, there's no desire. There's no like smelling like, Oh shit. You know, and even kind of, you know, wrap that in like, but I'm really going to make this great. Da, da. Again, that's desperate and needy. So we want to not, have that energy in how we set up the conversation. It's like, this is the way it is. Let's go. And there's still, you know, hope and there's energy and confidence, but there's no like desperation or pre-framing. I hope this is going to be, and why you're going to love it. You know, F that don't do that. (laughs) Um, So, so just say this is especially with your high profile guys right now in locker room, like the more you tune that up, you know, go back, you, you have our script, go back fundamentals, tune up that one, two, three, that really is like you set the tone 
for like the whole thing. And, uh, that's, it's a critical piece. We, that's why we train every week. Right. And we've been doing this a long time and we just keep training because even myself, my team, we do training every week. We have a trainer comes in every week for our team because, you know, sometimes when you're, especially when you're doing this a lot, one sentence here, one word off there, one under job, it, it changes the whole conversation. It really does. Uh, so that's an important component. Yeah. Cool. So to go over it again, so I'm clear. Yeah. I'll take out all the fluff. I'll just go, okay. Take out all the fluff. <laughs> okay. We're and we're, this is a podcast and we're just like talking. So some of that too, but when you're live in front of these high, any client, high profile, any client, it's just one, two, three. So let's go. Right. Yeah. That is, that is the delivery. And it needs to be that direct matter of fact, no attachment, no bullshit, no desperation, you know, no, I hope, I hope you really like it. No. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly how it comes across to them, but I guess I could make it tighter. I could make it, okay, we're going to go through everything that's, you know, training history, goals, and figure out, I'm going to show you our system of how we can help you solve your problem. And then review our programs and best options to work together, given your goals. So yeah. let's, let's start it. That's it. Yeah. Then we're going to, yeah, run through Cut the best it way options. down. It yeah. should be like, you know, less than a minute and go. Yeah. Okay. Got All it. right, game on. So that's set the agenda. Uh, then we get into uh, next step is discovery. Discovery, um, without going through the whole thing, there's four main sections that matter in discovery. You want to discover, number one, what is someone's motivation? Really, the first question that you should begin with is, uh, we like to phrase it like, tell me, tell me what made you take time out of your busy schedule to come in and meet with me today, right? Because literally, that generally works for everybody. Everybody's busy. There's a lot going on. What made you take time to come out of here, you know, your busy schedule and meet with me today? You want to know, why are they in front of you? Why now? Why today? Again, something's driving them. And what they're going to do is they're going to either give you a goal, like I have a goal of X, right? They're going to give you a problem. Well, doctor said I need to lose weight. My cholesterol is high, whatever. Or they're going to give you a pain like, hey, I just don't feel good. I need to make a change, blah, 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 right? And your goal, regardless of what they give you, a goal, a problem, or pain, your goal is to get to pain. You need to find out the pain of why this matters and what's driving the behavior and what's really, what happens if they don't take action, right? So if it's a goal, we flip it into what happens if we don't achieve that goal? Why does it matter? You know, cause that gives context to why the goal matters, right? So I want to lose weight. What happens if you don't lose weight? You know, if they're like, well, I don't know. Okay. That doesn't matter. There's no pain, right? There's no desire to take action. So, but if it's like, if I don't, don't lose weight, yeah, my, my meds, I'm getting on meds. My blood pressure is high. I'm probably at risk for heart. So, you know, now, now we got a reason to take action. We got a reason to make a commitment. We got a reason to change our life, right? So you got to get in motivation. You got to get to what is the pain and you got to sit, be willing to sit in the pain. Once we talk about being comfortable sitting in the pain and not attaching to the pain. This is where it takes training and role play because a lot of people, you know, anytime someone's expressing emotion or they start getting teary or something, you know, they start sharing emotionally why this matters. We want a lot of coaches. We want to rush in and give hugs. We want to say it's okay and don't feel bad. And we want to give hugs. And no, you, people need to sit in their pain. The pain is what allows us to grow and transform. And we need to be comfortable sit, helping them sit in their pain because that is what drives behavior change. And behavior change is what transforms your life. So that's number one: is uh, uncover the motivation. Yeah. Um. Sorry. Just I'm just thinking of that you know, sitting in someone's pain right now. So in a more, you know, practical sense, like, cause you know, I don't rush in and do hugs or anything like that. I just sit there and I just, if they do get emotional, 
uh, or they, they flesh out the pain and it's getting a little bit uncomfortable. Sounds like your advice is just sit there and just be like, yeah, cool. Like that's, that's just what it well, is. We can you help can, you. You can, um, you do want to have compassion, understanding, right? So we can have compassion, understanding, but we're not, you know, you need to allow them to, to sit in that uncomfortable emotional state because it's uncomfortable emotional states that drive us to take action, right? If, if you're, if you're comfortable, there's no reason to make changes in your life. When there's discomfort and emotional discomfort is what drives behavior change. So yeah. when someone's expressing that, you can be compassionate and understanding. And sometimes you got to go deeper because it's just like surface though, like, well, yeah, maybe whatever. It doesn't really matter. I'll tell you right now, that client's not signing up. And if you want it, so we talked about this pre-recording. We talked about some updates with locker room. I'll tell you right now, um, a way to shorten your sales cycle in locker room right now with some of these clients is just get to pain and sit in pain. Because when it doesn't matter what else is going on in their life, when people are in pain, they take action. And when they're aware of their pain, they're going to take action to solve it, right? So even busy CEOs, like how do they prioritize their time? Wherever there's the most pain. I got bleeding money over here. I got to go solve this problem, this team, this division, blah, blah, or my house, whatever. Again, everybody, every human being, we all live in a place where we wake up and we're working on the biggest problem of that day dominates our mind and dominates our, our focus that we've got to solve. So, and if there's not a real problem to solve, then generally it's not getting our attention and we're not taking action. So um, going deeper in the pain, sitting in the pain is really critical to shortening your sales cycle and to really driving commitment in your sale period. Um, this is probably the most important part of the consultation is to uncover the motivation. Uh, that is step one. Yeah, right. And that is what you open basically the conversation with. Open with, tell me what you made you take time out of the busy schedule to come and meet with us today. And then they're going to give you, they're going to, they're going to, their answer is going to be a goal, problem or pain. And then without, we don't have time to go into depth today, but then we yeah. teach subset questions that you're really getting to what is the pain. It all yeah. funnels to pain. And then what we do is called summary and stacks. So then we're repeating back. Okay. What I heard you say was that this pain, is that right? They're confirming their pain and then boom, we go to the next yeah. section. Right. So yeah. that, that is the system we teach. Yeah. Yeah. Very familiar with that system. You are, you've yeah. done a lot of it. So, but yeah. even, I mean, again, I've been teaching this for years. Still, we go do stuff with my team and we're always, every week we're finding little pieces, you know, it's, it's a uh, small twist. It's like sports, you know, you can yeah. be Tom Brady, like there's one, how many Super Bowl rings, but you know what? He's still going to practice every week. Why? Cause you don't stop practicing. You got to mm. keep training if you want to win. Uh, and you got to do that every day. Uh, if you want to be the best and be a professional. So you should be treating your career. You should be treating this part of your career and the skill set in your career as a coach. As you said, it makes you better coach. It makes you a sales professional. It makes you better, you know, leader, uh, when you learn how to communicate effectively. So, um, that's step one. Step two discovery is around obstacles, right? Why haven't people been able to accomplish this before? What have they tried in the past? How many tribes have they failed you know why you, know, you want to get into what's standing in the way from them getting to where they want to be and then we do summary and stack again uh what's the pain and now what's the obstacle cement that in then we go into goals what does success look like for them what does it feel like for them this is where we can start actually doing a great job in coaching because most people don't know how to set goals they don't know what their goals should be people either you know they're they're scared to set a goal cuz they fail and I want to set another goal and fail and let myself down so they don't challenge themselves or they're out of mind and delusional they're like I did one crossfit workout last week so now I want to join the crossfit games this year <laughs> uh, you're not ready right so uh -huh. we can help people right size the goal and that's where we even start really building our authority and credibility as a coach cuz you want to tell people 
yeah, your goal should be around here or, you know, bring it in a little bit or stretch a little further. We help them right size the goal, uh, and, uh, set that correctly. And then summary stack again, uh, motivation or pain obstacles and goal. And then we get to the last part is the gap. So the gap is why can't they do it on their own? Why do you, why do they need you as their coach? Why, what difference are you going to make in their life and help them be the where they want to be? And generally they're going to tell you things around either. I don't know what to do, or I'm confused, overwhelmed with all the things I, you know, that are told, right. Cause we can Google and go to YouTube and figure out how to do a squat, but there's so much information. People don't know how to put it all together and structure it. Number yeah. one, or number two, they need someone to hold them accountable. And that's the real value of critics coach is someone to hold me accountable and challenge me to come the best version of myself and execute the plan. Because again, why do athletes not train on their own? Why do Olympians not Olympians not train by themselves? Because every athlete does better with a coach, you know, who's going to push them and challenge them. And that's what we do for our clients. So uh, they're going to surface some things around that. And then again, you're cementing and really establishing, okay, great. Where, where are they perceive I'm going to create value and how can I step in and provide that value for them in the relationship? So that's where we kind of pull all together. We do another round of summary and stack. This is the fourth one. So now we're summarizing the pain, the obstacles, the goal, the gap where I come in to create value. And then we go into transition statements is great. So tell me a little bit more, but let me tell you a little more about our programs and how we're going to help you solve their pro your problems. And then we get into our, as you said, your visual presentation. That's where we're going to actually then teach our process, our methodology. Uh, we won't have time to go into today, but there's several elements we teach about a presentation that need to be in there, uh, answering questions, uh, social proof, risk reversal, or menu, you know, all kinds of stuff we do to have a good presentation. But essentially it makes intangible services who like, I don't know what the hell you do. I don't know why it's worth money. I don't know what the this thing is like, what am I paying? Some guy to just sit there and count to 10, right? That's the <laughs> perception of people who don't know really what a coach is or does or, yeah. Uh, and so we want to explain and really, uh, you know, show an overview of that system and process so we can establish, you know, the value prop in the mind of how we, how we take them from where they are to where they want to be. So, uh, that is, um, presentation, uh, Gosh, we're giving like a full seminar in a day here in this podcast. Uh, we will, <laughs> we're, going we'll, uh, <laughs> we're going deep, uh, but just quickly to wrap this up. So presentation, close, we teach what's called alternate choice close, which is really just around, you know, here's your menu. Uh, we've got door number one, door number two, which one's best for you? That's really important how you close. It's no high pressure. It's really just alternate choice. Uh, and they are going to say this one or that one. Boom, right? Door number one, door number two, both move forward. Uh, or they're going to say, Oh, I've got an objection. And then we teach a process for objection handling. It is a five-step process where we, number one, don't interrupt, just listen. Oftentimes just listening, people stream of consciousness talk themselves out of their objection, right? They say, well, this, but uh, yeah, I guess that, okay, boom, right? And they, they, they have to just process the information. So, um, you know, and, uh, but if they do have objection, we can question it, we can answer it, we walk through it. Again, it's something we, we teach and, and spend time on, but that is our sales process. Um, and uh, again, it's uh, uh, there's some critical tools that matter in there, uh, mostly being the prequal script and the actual presentation. Uh, and uh, you know, we we uh, in our programs that we teach, we help people you know take those take that structure, personalize it for their branding, for their business, for their client avatar. And then you got the tools you can go to work uh, and go to work and leading powerful conversations and commitment to the journey and grow your income as a fitness professional and help more people. So it's all That's about. It. That's it. Man, we're covering a lot of ground. Um, obviously, people are sitting here probably either scribbling notes or just wondering, fuck, where do I start? 
Because, um, yeah, obviously, I think when you haven't started any of this sort of stuff, it can be quite overwhelming hearing it all. Like, oh, man, there's so much to do. I'll just do nothing. But I think you got to realize that you can really only go one day at a time, like one, one task at a time. Uh, the point is about starting. So, Sean, you are, you're launching some pretty cool stuff at the moment uh, around this sort of stuff for uh, personal trainers, coaches. Um, so we'll quickly run over that. We'll put a link in on our usual link, the mymuscleproject.com slash MPE. People are interested in it. Um, but just give us a brief run over of how that works and then uh, we'll let people go make some money. Yeah, so we are, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, I, I think this is getting dropped on, uh, on, on, the, on Friday, um, the 25th or something, right? So uh, yeah. one of those dates uh, yeah. in April here. Um, so we are launching um, really in just a couple of days. So you need to take action now, like today, this weekend, when you, when you hear this thing. Uh, we are doing a, a free five-day event uh, in our Facebook group live. Uh, we're going to be delivering... Um, a five-day event where we go live stream every day. We give you a workbook. There's a bunch of contests and some fun stuff, but actually we're going to be teaching these principles uh, and you can learn really how to structure a high ticket offer. So what are the secrets to attracting and signing up premium clients? Uh, every day we're going to teach uh, a component of this system. Uh, and uh, you'll have an opportunity at the end. If you want to work with us in our program, great. Uh, we are opening up a new launch of our sales training program, Auto Closer, uh, for eight weeks. And if not, just come, just come get the free stuff. I mean, there's a ton of free stuff and um, you can use it and add value to your life. And if and when, you know, it's not the right time to work together now, there'll, there'll be opportunities in the future, but come in, learn all the free stuff. We're on a big mission to help the fitness industry regrow, especially given the last year of the pandemic. We know a lot of people are struggling. A lot of people, you know, are, are leaving the industry because they can't make their finances work. And we want to be an agent of change in this industry. So come check it out. Come be part of the five-day challenge. Play. The only request I have is come play full out. Don't play small. Don't play half-assed. Don't be like those clients that come to one random workout and then complain fitness doesn't work. You know, come engage the process. You want to change your career? Come do it. Do the thing, do the thing for five days. Do the homework. It's not brutal. It won't, won't kill you. And, uh, you know, let's get this thing going. Let's, we can literally transform your career, um, in, you know, a week, uh, get you on track to, you know, if you're not yet at six figures making six figures, and if you're already there on track to seven figures, this is a fundamental component. Everybody needs, uh, to make a bigger impact on the world. And, uh, that's we're excited to go make happen in our five day challenge. Yeah. Nice. How long is each day? Like what's that time commitment per day? Yeah. So we will go live every day. Um, and you can watch the live live. You can watch replay. By the way, it's twice a day because we're doing this globally. So we have a team in North America. We have a team in Australia and you can come live twice, you know, or you can, uh, watch replay. Uh, but, uh, generally every day is going to be between, you know, between 20 minutes and, you know, we'll, we'll stay on for, you know, up to 60 minutes or plus with Q and A, whatever, but come watch the training. There's homework. The homework isn't long. Homework will be, you know, a few minutes, you know, 10 minutes a day, really, you can get this thing done if you want to execute quickly. Uh, but, uh, you know, come play the game and uh, get on track to really transform your career. We're going to show you how to go make it happen, how you can start attracting clients that so you can sign up for, you know, 500, 1,000, 2,000 plus per month. You know, we have, and we have people doing three, 4,000 a month, right, with clients today. So we're going to teach you the systems of how to do that. And, you know, again, it's, it's all about the who, you know, it's, it's exponential what you can charge and how you can improve your career by just learning how to do this better, how to make a better offer and how to communicate it more powerfully. And again, lead commitment to the journey. That's what it's all about. 
Absolutely. Well, if you can't invest 60 minutes a day for five days to make more money, then you should probably just fucking just quit. Oh yeah, just just go just go into the fetal position go, in your uh, mom's basement. Go just, work at Macca's or McDonald's yeah. and do some of that shit. So play video games yeah. and live on welfare. Yeah. Um, you got to challenge yourself to grow. That's the you only do. way it works. Um, so Sean, thank you for doing that, guys. At the link, mymuscleproject.com slash MP, I'll put the link where you can register to that event. So make sure if you're listening to this now, first thing you do is go to that, that website now. straight away. Run, yeah. run over there. Yeah, run your thumbs to the, the URL bar and get that sorted. But uh, Sean, as always, a pleasure. Thank you for the uh, semi-harsh but very necessary um, mid mid podcast coaching, it's always valuable. Got to do it. We got we yeah. got to sign up more clients. Everybody does. We all that's, do, right? That's what it's all about. Doing that's how we do it. That's that's what uh, that's why I got you on the team for. So thank you again for uh, sharing the value with the audience and guys. Um, yeah, make sure you head to that link if it makes sense to you. Um, all right, thanks so much. Let's all right, take soon. care, guys. Let's go. Thank you, Project, for tuning in again to another episode of the My Muscle Project. Uh, we release an episode every single Monday. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram, The My Muscle Project, to stay up to date with everything we're doing. And if you have some time, leave us a review and a five-star rating on iTunes. And don't forget, we have a second show of the week, The After Show. So it's no longer a rest day on Thursdays. If you have any questions for Lachlan and I for that show, head to themymuscleproject.com forward slash The After Show. And if you ask questions, we'll, uh, we'll answer it on the show. Thanks again so much, Project, and we'll see you all next week.